in the saddle again. The Packers and the Browns pull out victories on Sunday. That's a happy Cole and that's a happy Kyle. Welcome into Eminem going deep. Review of week three, preview of week four. As always, host Kyle McCumber and my co-host Cole Mueller. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, all right, let's just kick it off with first down. You want to just get right into this? Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to – a lot happened, a lot a of lot. close games, a lot of a lot of not close games. And that's what I think is probably the most telling of what we're, gonna, what we're seeing out of teams through three weeks in the NFL season. Yeah. Okay, we'll start. A lot of stinkers and a lot of duds. A lot of teams look to be unproven. Uh, we'll start on Thursday. San Francisco 30, New York Giants 12. Yeah, and – from from what I saw watching that, it was the Niners just have a, a team where even if they don't have everything clicking on all cylinders, or they got some injuries, Ayuk out of the game, not playing, they're gonna be able to run the ball and they're a mistake pro, mistake prone. No. Not prone to mistakes. Team. Yeah. I'm trying to they, they, they have mistakes. They have several different ways they can beat you. They can either run the ball straight down your throat with Christian McCaffrey, or they can dink and dump with McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, or they'll take it over the top. Like they have several ways that they can beat you, and their defense is good too. That's uh, yeah, they can play low scoring defensive football game. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody questions Brock Purdy. Oh, is Brock Purdy good? Well, <laughs> yeah, he came out a little rusty, but. Got the job fucking done. A W is a W in the win column, and that's all that really matters. Yeah. Giants still, they look like they're a long ways away from where they were last season, especially at the end of the year where Daniel Jones wins a playoff game. Like, they they don't look anywhere near a playoff caliber team. But the good thing about it is it's week three, and Cowboys got a loss. Who knows? Maybe the Buccaneers mm-hmm. get a win over the Eagles tonight. Yeah. it's It's not a... It's not over. Yeah, it's not impossible for them to overcome. Um, but then going right into the next how much, match. How much do ahead. you think that game changes with Barkley on the field? Not much. Not much. Uh, I, I just thought that it maybe like the the Giants could have a couple more scores because there was times where they moved the ball and then just like fucking stop, like got, got like spelled out or whatever. But um, I thought that uh, having Barkley, there would be a slight change to how that game played out but yeah, i still yeah. give him a double digit loss with barkley i don't think he does that much for them just because running backs and the impact especially against a really good defense like the niners um okay next game colts ravens colts matt gay four 50 plus yard field goals and one to win in overtime that was a unique unique game i only got to see you know just the just the bare bones highlights of this one. But from what it looked like, it was like, let's, that was a uh, Gardner Minshew magic. Yep. Minshew mania. So as I'm looking, Zach Moss, 30 carries, 122 yards. Yeah. that's He's coming out of nowhere. I mean, obviously. He was in Buffalo and then was behind Cook and Singletary for years. And, they make the trade last year between Zach Moss and Nyan Pines. Now he gets a chance to star with Jonathan Taylor being on the pup. And is Jonathan Taylor even going to come back? 
I think he's he's on the trade block. I think he's just waiting for a team that really needs a running back, That's aka great. the Packers, but or the Browns. But the Browns got Hunt, so I don't think so. I think they're gonna the Browns. I think are gonna roll with Jerome Ford. But yeah, Gardner Minshew played well. Uh, got a got a a nice win for um, Steichen. His first win, and then it doesn't even have Anthony Richardson in the game, and they end up winning. Uh, Zay Flowers, another fucking amazing game out of him. Heavy dose. Uh, he only had 48 yards, but he had eight receptions on 10 targets. And then at the yeah. end of the game, he was the one that uh, it looked like a pass interference call. The refs don't throw the flag. Then the Colts end up with the ball back, and then Mackey hits the game-winning kick, and uh, the rest is history. Baltimore falls 2-1, and one, and Colts 2-1. and one. Yeah, going into the next game, Titans Browns Browns twenty seven to three. Kyle, what do you what do you see? Uh, Deshaun Watson, if he doesn't throw the ball backwards, uh, he's good, right? Uh, twenty seven to thirty three on on uh passing, uh, two hundred eighty nine yards. He went over his uh yard total. If you're you're a prop better, uh, I think it was two twenty seven and a half is what his line was, so getting 289, and then two touchdowns, which should have been three if you didn't see the whole Amari Cooper getting called out of bounds when he's clear as day, not inbound, uh, not out of bounds. Um, play gets called black, back, and then the Browns only end up getting a field goal. Um, but I think the biggest thing out of this game, besides Watson having a good game, is the Browns' defense is legitimate. Holy shit. Only letting up 94 yards to the Titans, holding Derrick Henry to 20 yards. Uh, and then he, you, you, there's clips of him on the sideline murmuring to himself, like, holy shit. Like, he got fucked up in that game. And then, My, yeah, and Miles Garrett, they could not stop him. He was all over the field. Uh, and then there was a highlight of him. He like there were two tight ends set up in front of him, yeah, and he not. decided to go to the other side of the field. The tight ends followed him, so he then went to the other side of the field. They followed him back, and it caused a delay of game for the Titans. Yeah. That's how much they were trying to like put in his path in order to stop him. But Brown's defense looks fucking legit. Um, yeah. which it, it, that, that's exciting. Um, takes a little bit of pressure off Deshaun Watson, and then and also, yeah, and not having Nick Chubb. That's pretty nice, uh, but like I said, I think they're gonna roll with Jerome Ford. I would, I would, I would think it falls more into a fifty-fifty split with Hunt if he uh, ends up getting back up to speed. But well, then you you said last week you actually thought the Titans would just you thought for sure like with Vrabel and everything you just thought the way the Browns' history is you you thought for a fact the Titans were just gonna run it down the Browns' throats and come out with like a last you know, last drive victory over the Browns, but not at all like what happened. I think the biggest thing is I think everyone knows the defense in the Browns is fucking legit. I mean, that was very dominant, maybe not that dominant, but Deshaun Watson playing well for probably the first time in the Browns uniform. Like when I say well, like not like average, like he actually played good football. You only missed six passes. Yeah. And so I think that's really what you're like excited about as a Browns fan is like if Deshaun Watson can can sling it around like he did in Houston, you don't need a really good running back. Nope. Deshaun Watson did it with fucking scraps at Houston. Yeah, his so biggest target was DeAndre Hopkins, but I think Amari Cooper is not that far off from DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, Amari Cooper is doing it, and 
Put Donovan Peoples Jones is not a bad number two. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is not a bad three. David Njoku. David Njoku is one of the most freak players you can find. Like he's like a freaking Kyle Pitts, except just three inches shorter and can jump higher. I don't mm-hmm. know. But anyways, besides the point, uh Browns definitely look great for where they're excited about where they're at, looking around the prospects of the AFC. And I don't think a lot of Browns fans really thought they would be contenders this year, but you look at them so far and you're not putting too many teams in the AFC ahead of them right now. Um, Broncos, Dolphins, speaking of what team to put ahead of them. Dolphins look like, look like the best best offense in the NFL that we've seen in the last 10 years. Since Peyton Manning and the fucking 2014 Broncos, I'd say this is like the best looking offense through three weeks of the football season. Yeah, you have uh, Devon A-Chain and Raheem yeah. Mostert in the backfield and Tyreek Hill on the side uh, or uh, split outside. Apparently, well, I saw the stat, all three of them are the three highest uh, like speeds that were clocked this week. Yeah, that's that's a lot, that's a lot of speed on an offense. Um, but then their defense and their special teams played well too. You don't you don't put up seventy uh, without defense and special teams playing well. But wow, uh, I think the biggest thing out of this is uh, Broncos are bad. Yeah, and I love to see quickly on this one. Just I love to see that. I'm not a Sean Payton anti fan, but. I am a Nathaniel Hackett fan as a Packers fan, and I'll say that Sean Payton should be eating his words right now for you know all the the shit talk he gave about the coaching staff of the Broncos before he showed up. Like, yeah, shut up and coach and he, deal with what you have in the moment. And I think he's really looking like a fucking idiot. He's really frustrated. Uh, the way he was answering reporters at the end of the game like that he is frustrated and it would not surprise me if he pulls the plug on russell wilson because he is not tied to him he's like it, that is not sean payton's guy it would not surprise me that russell wilson becomes trade bait or is sitting on the bench the only thing that is going to hurt them is the fact that his that contract is just so bad and that's going to be so hard to move if you try to trade him yeah. And then the um, Broncos defense is bad. Yeah, which I thought was going to be very good this year. So yeah. I'll fucking slap myself. Um they don't have not they're they do have talent. They do. But it's not, it's NFL and every team does, it seems. Uh we'll go to the next game. Patriots, Jets. Stinker. Um, yeah, I think that was a huge must win as a Patriots fan. Okay. And that that they needed that win. And it sucks because you look at the Jets and like all the hype and the magical fairy tale season they were going to have this year. And now you look at them and it's just kind of like the thing reverse of the Browns. The Browns, not saying that they weren't excited about the season. I'm sure Browns fans. I think Browns fans were more nervous for the season because it could have gone. It can go one or way or the other way with being a Browns fan. Everybody on the Jets fandom was riding cloud nine. And and as they should have been. Yeah. And I still I still don't think it's it's all is lost for the Jets. I know a lot of people were gonna say when they looked at the Jets season this year, they were gonna go one and four to start the first five games of the season, mm-hmm. but they still had the Jets making the playoffs because their first five to six game stretch for the Jets is brutal. And yeah. then what what happens is they I mean, like 
it's not going to get any easier. What is it? Um, they play the Chiefs on Chiefs Sunday Night Football. Chiefs next week, and that's terrible. Who Dude, that, that that's, that's like what we were talking about last week is like these they come out with the slate and then all of a sudden like an injury or two happens and the, it completely goes the opposite direction of how they were thinking. Like this yeah. is this is a stinker of a game now because yeah. who the fuck wants to watch Zach Wilson play the Chiefs, Chiefs defense? Like you you saw what they did to Justin Fields yesterday. They they demolished him. Yeah. And then like the Patriots like aren't the be- aren't world beaters this year and they made him look horrible. Yeah. 2.8 yards per play for the entire Jets offense. Wide receiver Garrett Wilson was barely found on the day with five receptions for 48 yards. Like, you have weapons on that team. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, and the fuck, man? Ten points? And yeah. you're at home? Like, uh, the only thing that I got from the Patriots, though, is like, uh you know, you pull out a win, but you've also won 15 fucking times in a row against the Jets. Like, yeah. does that really count for that much? I mean, yeah, it must. It's a, it's like a moral victory, and it's nice to have one. They're only two. That was their first win of the season. Yeah, it's nice to put one in the win column. But what does it really mean? Because it's the Jets. The Jets could easily be 0-3 uh, instead of 1-2. and But that's the thing, the beauty about the NFL. We're not looking for sexy wins and yeah. – and- hot hot wins that you get in college football this isn't we're not in ncaa every win is just as important as another and obviously division wins mean more this one specifically uh but again moving on speeding this first down up buffalo and washington 37 to 3 another kicker they didn't get three points till the very end of the game sam howell four interceptions he was sacked nine times that just looked like a they got their ass handed to them. Yeah. And so we're not we're not saying that the like commanders are still two and one. Yeah. They're not, up, they're not out of it. But you look at their team and kind of like I was just saying about the Cowboys, like, you know, or the Giants, I mean, the Cowboys lose. Eagles could lose tonight. Commanders lost. Like everything doesn't look as like dominant out there. NFC East is not the most dominant conference in my yeah. opinion. As, as what it was last year. but Yeah, we were riding high on the Cowboys heading into this week. But uh, yeah. Bills just looked really good, and that defense looked good. But also, you're playing Sam Howell. So, like, what – another one. Like, what does that really mean? Yeah. Um. All right, going into Falcons-Lions at Detroit. Detroit, 20-6. to six. Felt like this game was never even really a game. It was just consistently – the only time Jared Goff made a mistake, they bounce back, get a good three and out stop on defense, and drive down the field, score a touchdown the next drive. Yeah, and it of course like it was the, Jesse Bates that had the interception too. That's his third and third three games. Yeah, and and so I'm looking at the Lions' offense and that whole team, and it just seems like they're they're playing smart, complimentary, disciplined football, and and their and draft their- picks. Their draft picks from this year's draft really showed up. Like Jack Campbell, I think, had like nine tackles yesterday. Jameer Gibbs had like 82 yards rushing. And Sam Laporta looks like probably the best, one of the better tight ends that came out of the draft because Kincaid hasn't shown Mike much and Michael Mayer hasn't shown much. Luke, oh. Luke Musgrave, though. Yeah. If he, if Luke Musgrave caught that fucking pass in the beginning of the game, his stats would look a lot better. 
but yeah. also nothing to do with him though. Jordan Love he has was, to plant his feet, man. He was thirty. He was thirty yards open for a touchdown. But uh, but um, this is this is a game where I, well exactly what we talked last week. Like Desmond Ritter, man, that's the difference. Like Desmond Ritter's not good. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to do something better there, Falcons, because you have the pieces around him with Bijan, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Like, there's absolutely no reason Desmond Ritter should be your fucking quarterback. Taylor Heineke could probably be more, would probably be more impressive out there. Yeah, I agree. I actually do agree with that. Um, Aiden Hutchinson looks like a beast, too, for the fucking Lions defense. Yeah. So, Lions two and one. They look like they're probably the clear favorites. I know they're, I think it's right now it's at one and a half point favorite coming into Thursday night football against the Packers. But um, I would, I would take, I would take the Lions on a minus four and a half against the Packers right now. But anyways, Saints and Packers next game, we have 17 zero in the first half, all the way up until midway through the fourth quarter Packers get a field goal, come back, score a touchdown, eight points, 17 to 11, get that last touchdown. Made Romeo Dobbs. Why you go for two? Yeah, I agree. And I've I've listened. Here's my thing. I trust our coaching staff, and I I trust the people that make those decisions way more than me. In a lot of most times, and because guess what, we can be a Monday armchair quarterback every day of the week. Mm-hmm. And I say that kind of as a you know a pun, but for for real. It seems like if that would have not happened, Matt LaFleur is like fighting for his job and he's not fighting for his job, but you, you would see so much hate towards him, but that won the game for them. And Cause you're not playing to tie the game. You're playing to win the game. Yes. Now I also, I just, you know, I listened to the press conference and the, the post game, Matt LaFleur, obviously he's in good spirits because they just won and he like was Mm -hmm. emotional. He's like crying, but he mentioned he's like at that call, he didn't want, he didn't, he wasn't the one trying to go for two. Mm -hmm. It was his fucking analytics department. The guy, what did I say? Go for two, go for two, go for two. You go, when you're down, LaFleur even picked a call, the the call they made on the the play. He's like, I didn't even like the call. And I was second guessing it the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. So when you're down 14, you go for two. Why? If you miss, you have a chance on the on your next touchdown. If you get it to go for two, and the odds of you going going for two point conversions, like getting it and not getting it, is about 50-50. Yeah. That was the point I was trying to make. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not so, but that was that was good. That basically to go back into more of the game, the Saints, they're gonna say, and this is all Derek you're Carr. You're gonna say it's because Derek Carr, but like if you look at the Packers. Five of their best six players were out of this game. And De- Devondre Campbell, one of those other best players, the only top eight player they had that was Sean Gary. Gary. And he had three sacks. He showed the fuck three up. Three big yeah. sacks. Yeah. But you're just looking at that team and they were demolished. And I see the same. We're not going to have, I would bet we don't have Aaron Jones, maybe not Christian Watson, uh, Jair Alexander, all these guys, Dave Bakhtiari, Ellen Jenkins. They're not going to play for Thursday night either. When's so, your bye week? We have a bye week. So we play Thursday night this week. Yeah. And then we play Monday night football the following week. And then that following week, we have a bye. Damn. So it's an early bye, but it's almost like not early enough. But we also don't want it to be too early. It's weird. But you, anyways. It, it's, it That might come at like the perfect time for you guys, just with these injuries that you're kind of getting riddled with. But I will say one thing. Jordan Love looked cool under pressure, man. 
Yeah, I like I like what he's got so far. I'm not going to complain. Um, moving along, we got Texans Jaguars, another quarterback that we're all kind of impressed with. Twenty for thirty, two hundred and eighty plus yards, My two guy. touchdowns. C.J. Stroud looks like an NFL quarterback, and he looks like he is a, you know, right now. And I don't think Bryce Young is getting – people are going to compare C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, and I still am on team Bryce Young. I just think it's a situation where Bryce Young is being put in a much worse situation. I think Houston, you you like what they – and you look at it before, then you're like, all right, Houston doesn't have weapons. But I think that the- offensive – is making it work. I think one of the worst things for Bryce Young too is the Panthers traded away picks in order to get up to that spot to draft him. So now, now that you're losing more, you don't you're not going to have that draft pick to get a, a weapon for Bryce Young. You're not going to have a, a a pick to get to share up the offensive line. Like that's like the bad thing about trading up that far into the draft to get your quarterback. You now have to wait not one year but two years in order to get those picks back and they and they traded a lot of picks away for that yeah. so i, I th- that's why like i kind of like lean towards the texans doing a better job with stroud because texans had two num- uh, two number one overall picks this year both of them look like studs fucking stroud and anderson and then they got they have they still have the browns pick for this year because of the yeah. watson trade Texans have te- Texans could be scary in a couple of years with if they hit on these picks. Yeah, well, and sp- speaking of kind of the prospects of the division, Jacksonville was by far like the favorite to come yep. away with the AFC South, and by like far for any team to win their division outright out of the eight divisions. And now you look at the Colts are two and one, and they're at the top. It's three weeks into the season. I don't and think Jacksonville Jaguars... struggled with Indy in week yeah. one. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think, again, it's early on in the season. I still – I'll take that offense, and I'll take that Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, Doug division. Peterson, yep. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Jacksonville Jaguars, but that was a – we all just think Houston and Arizona are the two worst teams in the NFL, right? Mm. Houston and Arizona, everyone thought were the worst two teams coming in this year, <laughs> and right now two big wins, but they both yeah. had. And then also a uh, little – wrinkle in this game did you see that fullback return to kick off for a touchdown apparently he was like the heaviest yeah. player to ever return a kickoff for a touchdown and you're so, back yeah that's for uh you know us fat boys but yeah no cj strad looks legit tank dell too that uh wide receiver that they drafted looked really good yeah going in the next game chargers vikings chargers 28 pull away from the vikings uh I don't – I didn't get to watch much of this game. Obviously, it looks like it was a shootout and teams were just soaring down the field. Chargers without Austin Eckler look like they need they need help. Mike Williams out for the year. That's tough. Looks like the Chargers are having a Chargers moment again where yeah. they just – All get injured. Right for them. Yeah, so you hate to see that. Um, they got they did gra- draft Quentin Johnson out of TCU this past year for this exact reason for when Mike Williams or Keenan Allen gets hurt and Keenan Allen is on pace to like shatter records with how many receptions he's getting yeah, each week. Eighteen receptions, two hundred and fifteen. Yeah, yards. he's the only he's like the only player in NFL history to have over eighteen receptions in three games. Um, but 
no, Keenan Allen is having a great season. You're right with Eckler. They do need him to come back. Herbert looked great, had over 300 yards again. Uh, this game came down to the final seconds where Kirk is in the red zone and then the ball gets tipped and, and ends up in the Chargers' hands. And yeah. sometimes, like we said, and uh, sometimes you don't. it doesn't need to be pretty to win. It's just a win in the fucking yeah. column. Now... Now the Vikings should be biting their nails a little bit because now they go from 11 and one last year with one score games. And now to start this season, they're 0 and three in one score games. And this is the last season of Kirk Cousins contract. I still think the Vikings, Vikings do the wheels come off? No, I think the Vikings write the ship and I think they will. And unfortunately for as a Packers fan, I think they're going to be just fine. Um, they do get an easy game this week with the Panthers and the Panthers still have to play Andy Dalton because Bryce is still hurt. Yeah. Carolina at Seattle, 27-37. Seattle looks good. Kenneth Walker played really well. Geno Smith played from what I saw. I didn't watch the – I just saw highlights. But from throughout the game, people were saying Geno Smith on yeah, was- ESPN and shit played well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It looks like the Seahawks are pretty much the same team and that you were looking at last year as yeah, you know, yeah. a kind of a scary, sneaky playoff team. I still think that the Seahawks are making the playoffs this season. They rebounded nicely after that stinker they put up in week one against the Rams with a yeah. win last week in Detroit and now a win this week against Carolina. Andy Dalton played pretty well in this game. It's it's just one of those things where there's more dudes on the fucking Seahawks than there are on the Panthers right now. The yeah. Panthers just don't have that great of a roster. Seahawks have DK, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Lockett, Zach Charbonnet, Kenneth Walker. Like those, there's those are dudes. And their first overall pick, Devin Witherspoon, was shut down on the outside during this game he was getting tons of hype yeah and then a good another thing for the seahawks i bet you forgot about this jamal adams is coming back off ir this week and he's gonna play in the giants game make his season debut yeah i always thought jamal adams was a little bit overrated but still like a heart and soul of that d yeah that's true so yeah you're excited as a seahawks fan uh next game we got cowboys cardinals they looked like looked like James Conner is back to being one of the best running backs and you know, from some of his plays he was having. Like, is he back from that kind of two year hiatus he took? Uh they ran all over the Cowboys. It did yeah. not matter what Dallas did in the box. Cardinals ran all over them. And then Josh Dobbs doesn't look that bad. Like 17 for 21 with 189 yards, a passing touchdown, zero interceptions. 55 yards rushing, like Josh Dobbs. Um, kind of makes you wonder, what do the Cardinals do? Like, are, where where do they stay at? Like, are they going to keep trying to tank for Caleb Williams, Drake May, or are they going to just kind of stick with Kyler? And I, I don't think that's a thing. You don't Te- think so? Teams don't tank, especially yeah. in the NFL. Players don't tank. Like you no. think Josh Dobbs is trying to lose football? No, he's trying to he's is, trying to secure himself a backup role for yeah. his life. Yes, that guy is trying to play his life away, and so are all these players on the team. Coaches can be told, "Hey, you're going to play these guys from management," but at the end of the day, it's 
those players, whoever you put out there, are going to give their heart and soul. Um, yeah. Dak with a really bad interception in the red zone. Yeah. Um, Look like Dak again. Cowboys, Cowboys will be just fine. Do the Cowboys have an issue of not, uh, like, do they, are they going to be able to catch teams when they start slow? Like, they yes. started slow in this game and they never came, they really didn't come back into it for a while. And then uh, obviously got put away. The door got slammed. Um, Cardinals, though, all of a sudden, Cardinals don't look terrible because they should have won. Last week against the Giants, too. Could have won week one against the Commanders, too. Yeah. So you're looking at a team that's like feels good and feels like they should be 3-0. and um, Could be. But, but again, Bears-Chiefs. Chiefs, oh my God. obviously, this game is who fucking cares. I just wanted to kind of just – yeah, Chiefs are really good at football. Chiefs dominated them. And the Bears are really bad at football. Yeah. Um, um... That's that offense that offense is in shambles. Uh, literally, not planning for the best defensive player on the Chiefs team. Like no chips going on Chris Jones' side whenever wherever he lined up. Like no tight end over coverage on the tackle. Like it was ugly. And then Justin Fields. Like I feel bad for him because. He he's he's a good player and he was good at Ohio State and I just think he's in a bad coaching staff and I, yeah like is, is Matt Eberflus good like I don't think so Who, is Luke Getzey good no I don't think so and then they have the whole issue of Allen Williams their defensive coordinator having his house raided on Wednesday night like what the fuck is going on with the Bears where where are they. Yeah, they're in Chicago. Luckily, um, though, luckily though, the Bears have the Panthers pick. So every time the Panthers lose, Bears fans should be fucking going nuts. You have yeah. your own pick, and you have the Panthers pick. You could you could be looking at Caleb Williams and fucking Marvin Harrison Jr. in in a fucking what eight months, nine months. Yeah. Um, Taylor Swift was at the game too. I don't yes, know. <laughs> everyone did. Uh, Steelers, Steelers, Raiders, 23-18. Steelers played well. Looks like Raiders, Josh McDaniels had some bad coaching decisions from what I saw from, yeah. you know, just sports talk radio. I would say, you know, Devontae Adams had two touchdowns and 172 yards. Yeah, just playing his ass off, and it sucks. I love Devontae Adams with, like, everything in me. And it's sad to see him play on like irrelevant football teams. It's like Randy Moss when he was on the Raiders. Yeah, Randy Moss when he's on the Raiders. There's like stars that just go to play, and they don't like Larry Fitzgerald on bad Cardinals teams. But yeah, um, uh, Steelers defense is good. Steelers offense isn't good. This game I thought was going to be boring. It ended up being a little bit more exciting than I, than originally thought. Why are you kicking a field goal down eight and you have three timeouts when you're you're at fourth down on like the opponent's twenty yard line with time running out? Makes no fucking sense. Why are you like? What do you do when you cut the lead to five? Yeah. Um, so next game we have we have the Eagles and the Buccaneers, which are playing as we speak. Uh, just started in the first quarter, and that game. We'll we'll see. I got the Eagles minus five. Got the Bucks. I think, yeah, I just think that's a game where 
it could be close, but I don't think it's going to be close for the rest of the game. I think it could be close early, and I think it's going to just eventually slip away. But Baker you never know. Mayfield. Rams, Bengals. Joe Burrow's playing. Yeah. And do the Bengals get, you know, back that, on the right track? Is that a smart decision in your mind? Like, he's hurt, clearly. Like, struggling, clearly. Why don't you shut him down for two, three weeks and then, like, bring him back in? It's a 17-week season. It's not a, like, a... Kyle, like, I, I, I don't... That. Have you have you heard of Aaron Rodgers and how many times he's played with a calf strain and his injuries? Aaron Rodgers has had his best football. He's played his best football in the playoffs, everything. He's if you look at all of Aaron Rodgers' highlights, 70% of them he's on a gimpy leg. And guess what? He's still the one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played, and he plays amazing. Joe Burrow has like a very I'm not gonna say a similar skill set. He doesn't have the same like tangible skills that Rodgers did, but he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He I'm can just, still be one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know if that was the smartest thing if like him starting the season. Well, make they just gotta make sure their game plan isn't, you know, play yeah, action. Their offensive and, line sucks. So yeah. But Rams, we'll see what the Rams got. You have the Bengals in that game. I got the Rams. So we're head to head in both these games. And we're both right. three and one coming out of Sunday. Yeah. So we'll go into this next one, Thursday night football. We're going to go to second down preview week four matchups. Lions at Packers, two, two and one teams. Decides going to be who's in the front runner of the NFC North. Uh, Packers are very inconsistent, but talented. That's what I have for them right now is I think they're a very talented team, especially when they, all their healthy players yeah. are on the field. Um, but they're going to be super inconsistent and frustrating to watch. Um, Lions are, I would say, probably the opposite right now. If you're looking at like a team that's – Lions are talented, but they're one of the more consistent teams that you can see on offense. With Ben Johnson as the offensive coordinator, that, that team consistently plays complimentary football. Yeah, so I don't see, I don't see a lot of opportunities for the Packers to pull away, especially like in a situation they did last week. But in your mind, how do the Packers win this game? Aaron Jones has to play football. We need Jair Alexander on the field to help cover Amon Ross St. Brown. And it's going to take two turnovers. And Jared Goff, we're going to have to get in his face every fucking drive. Like it's going to yeah. have to be Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Lucas Van Ness. Kenny Clark, those guys are gonna have to be swarming, and we can't let we can't let them run the ball down our face. Lucas Van Ness, like, what do you think about him? That was your first round draft pick. Like, I've watched all the Packers games with you, haven't seen much of him. He's been hurt. Okay, so week one, week one, he he played well and he played a lot, and everyone was saying that they need to play him more. Week two, he gets out there, he gets hurt in the first half of yep. the Falcons game, he doesn't come back. And then he was a game time decision to play week three. He played, but he played sparingly. So people might say, oh, Lucas Van Ness isn't right. I don't think that's the case. Also, Lucas Van Ness is a project. I don't think he's like a Rashawn Gary wasn't good his first two years of football. Mm -hmm. He was very like just average. And, but Mm -hmm. you could tell he was going to be good because he had so much talent. I Mm -hmm. think Lucas Van Ness is similar. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I, de- I definitely agree that if you're gonna win this game, you're gonna have to hit golf. You're gonna have to hit golf, and like you can't, you gotta contain Jameer Gibbs. Those are your two things. Yeah, I like their receiving core. They're sneaky good offensive mm-hmm. like, as far as playmakers. But 
Next game, we got Falcons, Jaguars, a really good matchup. That's a, is that a London game? It looks like. That's a London game. That's, that's, that's the Toy Story game. What's that one? So you didn't, you don't know about the Toy Story game. So they're going to do like a little thing on Nickelodeon where like, um, it looks like the the whole game is going to look like Andy's bedroom and be like a Toy Story atmosphere. The players are going to be like toys and stuff. They're going to do this whole AI thing. It's it, it looks pretty cool. This is weird. I'm excited about it. That I love when there's a, a London game because it turns from 10 hours to 13 hours of football. Yeah, 9 a.m. football. Um. So yeah, that, that's going to be a good game. Jacksonville's favored three points. Uh, I'd probably say that's fair, although the Falcons, yeah, I agree. I, I, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a get-right game for the Jags. And then, uh, I, like, Desmond, it depends on, like, Desmond Ritter. Does he turn the ball over? Does he suck um, in order to keep the Falcons in the game? Um, but I, like, that's a, the Jags have more dudes. Like, they got more dudes than the Falcons. And, and then, the biggest biggest one of them all is Trevor Lawrence. So okay. And then this is this is probably going to be the most hyped game. Dolphins Bills. Yeah. 1 p.m. Buffalo's favored by two and a half points. Mm-hmm. Two of the I mean, Bills are my Super Bowl pick. You look at these two teams, and right now, like these guys both have so much steam. And I that's a Gosh, that's going to be such a good game. I can't imagine that game not being like a close, just nail-biter. Yeah. Um, both teams have put up pretty big numbers the last two weeks um, uh, on their opponents. Um, Bills looking up at the Dolphins in the in the standings. So Bills know that they, they're at home this time. So they're going to – they know that they got to win this one. Um yeah. Will the will the Bills defense be able to contain that high powered offense of the Dolphins? Um, they did it. They were what 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 was it? Christmas Day last year. It kind of was like a boat race, like just points left and right. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be super cold, so might help out the Dolphins. Dolphins yeah. Uh, Broncos Bears. I thought this one was funny. It's a few memes going around. Broncos, you know, they're the first team to give up 70 points and then be a plus three or three and a half point favorite <laughs> going against the Bears. Like, as a Bears fan, you're playing a team that just lost by 50 points and they are favored to beat you. <laughs> they haven't won a game either, and they're favored to beat you by more than a field goal. They both got smoked this week. You yeah, Broncos but... lost by fifty, and the Bears lost by thirty-eight. Like, and the and the Bears was a field goal at the last minute to just put points on the board and not be a blowout. And the Chiefs took out their first strings very early in order to get like to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a pick'em game in my mind. I could see either team. I could talk myself into winning that game. Just what my head. what gives. What do odds makers see that the Broncos should be favored three and a half? Not and like not be even. I think a Sean Payton fueled team that's frustrated. I guess mad, that's it. And he's got the pedigree. And you look at the Bears and they have no pedigree. Russell Wilson, even like Sean Payton and Russell Wilson 
they've been to Super Bowls, they've won Super Bowls. Yeah. There's there's something within them, whether it's gone, washed up, away, you don't know if it's gonna come back, but they have a shot. You look yeah. at Justin Fields and that offense, and they look like they there's a lot of issues again, but they're talented. A lot of issues. <laughs> but anyways, another great game come Ravens Browns. That's yeah, a, that's one that you look at and you're like, that's a huge pivotal matchup in the AFC North. Browns are favored by two and a half, which is which is unique. Which I'm not saying it's it's not warranted. They're home. A, that's gonna be a defensive battle. Yeah, they're and, the the Browns are home, so that's definitely why they're favored. Um I'm not I am not uh confident going into this game the browns are bad against the ravens in history um they always oh it's the same thing with the steelers the browns can beat the shit out of the Bengals. this ravens and steelers browns cannot fucking beat them and especially in the jim harbaugh or john harbaugh era they are not good um lamar jackson always torches them i I'm not confident going into this game. If the Browns had Nick Chubb, I'd be, I would have more yeah. oomph to be like, maybe we can do this without Nick Chubb. I'm like, I don't know, man. If I, I feel like the only way the Browns can really like make this game theirs is if Deshaun Watson can capitalize, plays a game like he just played. Yeah, if Deshaun Watson puts another game together like he did, he'll. Cement himself as a starting quarterback again in the NFL. Yeah. Like, and then if the defense fucking plays like they've been playing, we're in every game. Yeah, for sure. Steelers Texans, another game that I think is a really good matchup. Texans are no just pushover. Steelers are going to come in there right now. It's their three point favorites. Yeah. Um. I think the Texans have a better offense than the Steelers. I would agree. The Steelers' defense is just so much better. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going to go with that. I just think it's not a really fair matchup for – when I say fair, I just don't think the, the Texans are going to be able to, you know, stop stop the Steelers as well as the Steelers. Yeah. Fucking just, the time of possession is going to decide that game. Najee Harris might get 57 carries for 73 yards, but <laughs> – they are they are going to be just fine. Yeah, I just don't think the Texans can scheme up something that's gonna like blow the Steelers out of the water that like just completely owns their defense. I just don't think that that's gonna happen. I could see this game. The um over under on points is forty one. I could see that going over like very easily, like a twenty eight to like twenty four game. Forty one that goes over. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's going to be like a low scoring game. Um, Okay. I'm, I was just writing down the matchups. We got Steelers, Texans. We just talked about Texans are three point underdogs. And then we got Vikings, Panthers. Uh, yeah. You already mentioned this one two, zero, and three teams. The Adam Thielen Bowl. Which team's going to put it together to get their first win? Uh, Vikings should be favored by far. I think the Vikings win this game handily. Um, Do you think they just they put are, a pounding on them? Team. I think the Vikings are a good team. Do you think they just put a pounding on them? It's going to be – I mean, other thing you got to understand is Panthers have a good defensive line, but if you can – Didn't look that way against Seattle. 
Well, because guess what happens? If you can't convert and stay on the field on offense, your defense gets tired. And so Brian Vikings Burns, defense is the worst in the league. Yeah. Okay. They still have some players like Daniel Daniel Hunter. Um fucking Harrison Smith. Forbes. Forbes. No, Forbes is on the commanders. Fucking who they got one ball hot corner too. Um Harrison Smith, I just know is the safety. Yeah. Uh anyways, I still like the Vikings in that game. Rams, Colts. Colts are favored by one point. That could change after tonight. But I have the Rams favored by one and a half. I'm showing on ESPN right here on the on the app. Uh, I've got it on FanDuel. Rams, Colts. So I'll go. We'll just we'll use ESPN. All right. We'll go Colts minus one. Um, interesting. That's it. Yeah, it's interesting. Lots of. I. It's almost like I think Gardner Minshew is the reason why they're favored. I think if you have Anthony Richards starting in this game, you're like, oh, I don't know if the Colts can beat the Rams. Like, they're like, oh, Anthony Richardson versus Matthew Stafford. I don't think so. I think Rams, Rams can probably win this game. This is the last game without Cup, Cooper Cup, right? Minimum. I don't know. I don't know his status of like what whether he's he going to be back, back right after the the four f- weeks four weeks are up on the pup or is he going to need more time? I don't know the answer to that. I haven't seen anything that says that he's going to come back next week. Um, but I, again, I just wish Anthony Richardson didn't get hurt. I like I liked watching these rookies. Like he was fun to watch against the Texans. Um. I think that game is is like a Stafford, just classic Stafford. Three touchdowns, 250, 250 yeah. yards, just picks apart the Colts' defense because the Colts' defense isn't great. Now, here's another really good matchup. Buccaneers Saints. Jameis Winston, back in, the, back in quarterback, he'll be playing his old team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's going to probably be two two and one teams coming off a loss. Huge game with big implications in NFC South. I don't think the Buccaneers thought they were really going to have a shot at like you know taking control of the NFC South after in four weeks to the season. But like this game, I think if the Buccaneers beat the Saints here on the road and in the dome, you're looking at the Buccaneers and like you're confident as a fan that your team can can at least get to nine wins, 10 wins and, and be a playoff team. If the Buccaneers win this game, they got to be thinking we can win this division because the biggest competition they have is the fucking saints. Uh, Biggest thing I think that's going to happen in this game is Kamara comes back for the saints. He's got fresh legs. We'll see how that, how that Kamara doesn't come back till week five. No, Kamara comes back this week. He has a three game suspension. Thank God for the Packers on that. Um, yeah. Uh but he com- but he comes back. So let's see how that affects the Saints offense all around. They'll they'll get their running game going and they'll get him like those little dinks that they like to throw out of the backfield to him. Um I think the it's again just falls on Baker Mayfield. What 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 Baker Mayfield are we gonna get? in that game is what I'm thinking. But I he loves Mike Evans, and Mike Evans is a fucking game wrecker, and he's showing it this year. Yeah, and then we got Commander's Eagles. Eagles minus seven. 
I'm surprised it's not more um, with Sam Howell at quarterback. But, again, Eagles aren't really connecting on all cylinders through two weeks. We'll see tonight if they connect and start playing like the Eagles of last year. But, yeah, that'll be a uh, – who knows? Maybe commanders make it close. They they do well on defense, and they got some playmakers on offense that can just make a game interesting. But uh, Bengals-Titans. Uh I would be – I want to say that, like, I just – I don't think the Commanders are going to put together two really bad games in a row. You know what I'm saying? Because Riverboat Ron? No, I just don't think they're going to have two bad, really bad games in a row. So it's – what did you say the line was? Six and a half? Seven. Seven? I could, I could see them cover. I could too. I think that's a great lock of the week, though. To, for them to cover or the Eagles lock, to win? Lock of the week is money line. Lock yeah. of the week is money line. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your next game? I got Bengals-Titans. Bengals minus two on the road. Mm. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean, Titans, Titans just got Titans smacked. Can't. Yeah, so they're going to be mad. Bengals, you don't know yet, but they're coming off a short week, and they're on the road. And all you can hope for is that Joe Burrow and that team get it back together. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of people putting money on the Bengals. There's got to be because they're looking at the value of these like low spreads and they're just waiting for the Bengals to turn into the team of old. And then also I would I would be willing to bargain that like like the Browns did really well week one against the Bengals running the ball. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Derrick Henry game early because the the Titans' offense is struggling, so they just I, they just start feeding the ball to Tractor Cito, and he just starts taking it off. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, but you got to remember Derrick Henry is now thirty years old, kind of got the the tread on the tires now, a little weaker. Maybe that's that'll play an effect in this game. But you said the Bengals were away and they're favored. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um. Raiders, Chargers, Chargers are five and a half. Yep, five and a half point favorites. That's going to be an interesting game. I think that's a close one. Uh, Char- Chargers have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Yep. Banged up. Raiders have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, but it comes down to do you trust Jimmy G or Justin Herbert? And I think that's why the line is the way it is. Yeah, uh, it's got to be. You, you you side with Justin Herbert. Uh, we'll see if Quentin Johnson can step into the Mike Williams role. Um, it'd be crazy if Devontae Adams goes off again in, in yeah. this game. Do you see that uh, the Chargers are going to be without J.C. Jackson? He uh, violated his probation, so he's now he's probably going to be um, healthy scratches for a little while. Is he really? Yeah, he got he got arrested again. Jeez, Louise. Well, you hate that for. JC Jackson and his church. His church. Um, if, if he goes to his, church, his prayer group. If he goes to church, you just expect it. Um, uh, yeah. What do NFL players do? Do they do they go to church at nine a.m. and then go to the game? They have like a little chaplain, I'm sure, that walks around <laughs> and, and just like gives them like Capri Suns and popsicles, and then like says prayers with them. But I wouldn't know. I wouldn't uh, know either. Patriots, Cowboys, Cowboys, seven point favorites in a. I see both sides. I just, 
I see Micah Parsons sacking Mac Jones 18 times. <laughs> I can see that too. And then Mac Jones with his dumb fucking face, like getting just like getting up every time and just having that like. But yeah, no, it's gonna come down to Dallas's defense against Patriots offense. And Dallas's I would take Dallas's defense every day, even though they had a bad showing this past week. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. That's oh what do you think do you think that uh the biggest card that the Patriots are gonna play is Zeke having a little bit of a revenge game? Um not against the Cowboys defense. You don't think so? He's James gonna run angry. I know he will. He'll run straight into a line full of players <laughs> that are gonna get him maybe two yards after he, you know, keeps chugging along. Here's here's a good here's a good prop bet for you. Over under how many times does the Cowboys defense do the spoon feeding uh celebration when they stuff him? I'll go three. Three. I could not gonna disrespect him. I I don't know, man. I think they would. <laughs> Um. Okay, Cardinals 49ers, 49ers 14 point favorite. That's that's a lot of points. It is. That's that's a lot of points to be. That's two touchdowns. And the Cardinals, like we said, they're one and two, but you could easily make an argument that they should. Yeah. Be what what would what would the world come to if in back to back weeks the Cardinals beat the Cowboys and the 49ers? Yeah. Cardinals all of a sudden. You've got to like consider them as like they're not one of the best teams, but like a team. Playoff, playoffs, baby, playoffs. Josh Dobbs. I know Josh Dobbs is like, geez. Um, he geez, he, he posted a video today trolling the Cowboys, uh, because Micah Parsons does his podcast, and he was like, I have. I have a picture of Josh Dobbs in my locker and I'm throwing darts at him every day. And there, uh, so Do- Josh Dobbs, um, posted a video of him, like getting darts thrown at him. And he was just like jumping out of the way of them. It's funny. That is funny. Chiefs jets. Uh, I think I might Chiefs. go to bed instead of watching this game. I know that's going to be one that you watch the first quarter and then you're done. But, Chiefs minus nine and a half points. Surprised it's not a little that's more. A lot of it's, points. Jets. It's the Jets defense that keeps it a little closer than what it would be. We have spreads this week of seven for Commanders Eagles, five and a half for Chargers Raiders, six and a half for Patriots Cowboys, fourteen for 49ers Cardinals, and nine and a half for Chiefs Jets. Those are. That's not a ton of big spreads, in my opinion. Really. I think anything under six and a half is that's a close game. Man, um, I, I don't know this this game. I I seriously don't even think I want to watch it. Seahawks Giants Monday Night Football. Giants are favored one and a half points. Giants are favored on against the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Why? I don't think Met, MetLife, you don't have an advantage. I don't think. I don't see – I could see maybe the, the distance traveled. You know, you're going from West Coast to East Coast. I wonder – They don't think the Seahawks have a great run defense, maybe. I don't know. Saquon come back? Wasn't he close to coming back this week? He said that he he, he 
was going to give it a chance. He might have uh, had a chance to play at that Thursday game, but he said if it was Sunday, he probably could have played. But having these 10 days off, maybe he's going to be back. But, dude, I one and a half towards the Giants. Like, the Seahawks are competitive against the 49ers. And yeah. the Giants just got fucking steamrolled by the 49ers. All right, what is your going in a third down? We got our lock. Lock and our upset. And our upset. And to go back on our lock and upset of last, my lock was the Cowboys to beat the Cardinals. That didn't happen. Ooh. And then my upset was the Saints to beat the Packers, which Ooh. really wasn't the upset because they actually were favored come kickoff. But that's not the point. So Cole is – Cole is two and one on locks and one and two on upsets. I don't know what my lock of the week or upset was. Yours were the Ravens and the Rams. So your lock oh, was Ravens. I Ravens lost. lost. I lost my lock of the week. So you are one and two on locks. Yeah. And then your Rams are the upset. So oh yeah. If the Rams win, you will be undefeated on upsets. Yeah. If they lose, I'll be two and one. Yeah. So Oof. I'm two and one on locks. You're one and two. And I'm one and two on upsets. You are two and oh right now. Yeah. So Oof. as for your lock of this week, week four. Lock of the call? week from Kyle McCumber. Mm, my lock of the week. Lock me in with a Vikings victory over the Panthers. I was about that was gonna be mine. Was it uh, fuck? <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't pick it though. I was going to. Uh mine is gonna be the 49ers over the Cardinals. I just 49ers, Cardinals. I I like the Cardinals maybe a plus 14, but I don't like them winning. You just lost on your lock of the week to the Cardinals. Now you're doubling. I'm doing it again. I'm I'm definitely doubling. I'm a crazy man. I'm doing it. It's yeah. 49ers are are humming. They're too good. But so I got the 49ers. Who's your upset? Do you have an upset? I have two that I'm debating between, and neither of them are pretty picks. What do you got? I like the Colts against the Rams for some reason. Colts against the Rams. Okay, that's yours. Oh wait, are the Rams favored or are the the uh, Colts favored? The Colts are favored by one. Then that's not an upset. Never mind. Fuck it. Give me the Buccaneers against the Saints. Bucks. Okay, I have the Dolphins over the Bills. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, that's your cool. team. It, they ain't steered me wrong yet. All right, fourth down. Best matchup of the. There's a lot of good matchups. Best matchup and sneaky matchup. Mm. Sneaky matchup. Watch this Broncos Bears game be a fucking good game. For some stupid reason. 
You're shaking your head. I know you're shaking your head and you're like, that's going to be the ugliest matchup. Watch this game be like a 31 to 35 game for some stupid reason. Like the most weird shit happens and it's entertaining to watch because they're bad teams. When bad teams play, weird shit happens. Yeah, I'm going to go right here. Best matchup. You got to go Dolphins Bills. You could you could also say Ravens Browns in there, but I'm gonna go Dolphins Bills. I think Lions Packers is also a sneaky matchup, but um, Steelers Texans is my sneakiest matchup. I think that game is gonna be a really good, that's gonna be a really good football game. Best Bears and Bears and Broncos. Uh, my is the best one. <laughs> yeah. Your oh, sneak. did I say my sneaky one? Is that my sneaky one? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's no, my that's best one. That's my best. That was your best. That's that my best. best. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you better, you better ask for the Broncos Bears game on at one p.m. Idiot. Um. <laughs> all right. So my sneakiest matchup. Um. Because I totally fucked that up. Rams Colts. I don't know why. I like. I I like that game. Okay. Maybe it's the colors. I don't know the uniforms. But yeah, um, I want to see Stafford. I like watching Matt Stafford play. Yeah, me too. Okay, now our for our pick six the review. Kyle, last week you had the Lions minus three and a half that covered. I also had that, so that's good. Then Commanders, you had the Commanders did not cover. <laughs> they did not, so that's a no. I had the Steelers. Yeah, Steelers won outright, so you're good. Wait, did they? Was it they even? were? They were not. They were. They were the underdog. They had the points. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. So that's two. I you had the Texans. That was good. Outright win. Boom, baby. Bengals. Yeah, you, they haven't started yet. Okay. Colts. Outright win. Let's go. Jets. No. Loser. Dolphins for me, yes. Definitely covered six and a half points. <laughs> Bucks for you. They covered six and a half points in the first fucking quarter. I also had the Texans. So I am four and one. You are four and one. Three and one. Bucks and, Rams, Bucks and Rams, you have to wait. I have Bengals. So I could potentially go to five and one, and you would go to oh, yeah. three and three. Yeah. Potentially. But. So right now I'm four and one. You are three and one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna split one of those games with the Bengals and Rams. Okay, Bengals so and Rams, pick, yep. which pick, pits us at? So we were six and six. Now Cole goes to ten and seven. Mm-hmm. Pick six. Ten and seven with potential to go to. Yeah, I'm nine and seven eleven potential and seven. to go to eleven and seven. Yeah. No. No. You are Yeah, one three. Yeah, you're nine and seven potential. Yeah. Potential. Yeah, potential. Yeah. Um, okay. So We're bad at math here. Cool. So I think we should, instead of how we do it, if we've been doing it where we both go six right in a row, I think we should go one and then one. Like you pick one and then I pick one. 
Well, I'm going to circle. See what I do? I circle my games and I already have them. So I'll just, we can do that. But let me look at my, give it, give me two minutes to do some analysis. All right. Uh, while Cole does his analysis, uh, everybody go pick up some tequila high noons. Uh, they're delicious. I am not drinking one right now because I'm drinking water, uh, to replenish my energy. Um, I think I'll make my first pick of the week. I'm going to take the Vikings minus three and a half. I, I really like the Vikings to come out and just absolutely smash the Panthers. I don't think the Panthers defense is as good as people think. Um, and then Andy Dalton is starting at quarterback still. I know the Vikings defense isn't good, but going 0-3 and, and then potentially going 0-4, after you made the playoffs and had aspirations this year that were so high, I just, I could see the Vikings throttling the fucking Panthers. Um, over under in that game's 45. Uh, I don't think we get that over. Or maybe we do. Maybe we do. I think we might get that over. What's your first pick? All right. So I have. I'll. I already have my six matchups, so I will hopefully. But I'm I have the Vikings too, so Do that's you? just yeah. So that was, I think the Vikings cover or not cover, but they they win by three and a half. What's your next pick? I got the Lions minus one against the Packers. Ooh, I think, I think the Lions take that game. And Lions I think they win. I think the Lions win by 10 plus, to be honest. I don't think it's going to be a close game. 10 plus. Sheesh. My next game, I'm going to take the Texans plus three and a half against the Steelers. Uh, I think that the Texans offense can score points. Uh, I I just don't think three and a half. Uh, I could see it being a field goal game, and I could see the Texans actually winning this game outright if they play. I think it's three points. Right. I think it's three points. No, it's three. All right. Yeah, it is. Three. Yep. Pittsburgh minus three. Right. Um, okay. My next one I have is the Dolphins plus two and a half to the Bills. Yeah, you love the Dolphins this year. I haven't like haven't haven't proven you wrong yet, so might as well keep riding that train, Cole. It's gonna be a good game. Hmm. I wish we could just, we could just switch that game with Sunday night football, but yeah. I <laughs> one more week and they could have flexed it. What's with all these fucking all the 1 p.m. slates are always so good and then the fucking late games suck. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um the fact that this game is in fucking London scares me, but I just feel like the Jags rebound against the Falcons and they beat them by more than 3 points. So that's that. But the fact that the game is being played in London just scares me because sh- weird fucking games transpire in London. The oh, Packers, I have the Jags minus three. All right. I have the Bengals for my fourth. I think the Bengals cover minus two. Against I think the Bengals are going to come out here on Monday Night Football and handle business with Joe Burrow. And I think that line is going to change drastically 
come tomorrow and Wednesday, but I'm getting them at minus two. Yeah. Um, fifth pick. I'm gonna take Rams. You said that the Rams were. What's your, what's your fourth pick? No, I got Vikings, Texans, Buccaneers, Jags, Rams. Oh, I didn't see you had Buccaneers. Rams are on the underdog in this, right? Plus one. Uh, Rams are indubitably the underdog. Yeah, I don't know why they're the underdog. Uh, Stafford's better than Gardner Minshew. Um, I would, yeah, I don't know about that one. I also the have Rams. the Rams. I also have the Rams in this game. So that's two. we have Vikings and Rams. Likes and Rams. My last team I have is the Cowboys minus seven and the Patriots. I think that game is a bloodbath. I think yeah. that, that'll be a 14-point victory minimum. Cowboys are angry after last week having just a fucking dud and then just uh, absolutely poured on the Patriots and then Zeke's spoon comes out. I could see that. I would, love, I would love to see the Patriots win this game. I want to clarify that, but I just think that's not going to happen. Uh, hmm. give me the Chiefs to cover minus nine and a half against the fucking Jets. I don't think that that game is going to be fucking close. Um, I could easily see the Chiefs winning by twenty one plus. Um, like I, the fact that that game is going to be still Sunday night, and they're going to talk about the Rogers injury so fucking much, and how bad Zach Wilson is so fucking much. Like, it's going to be sickening to hear. And, like, I'm going to start, and I already feel bad for Zach Wilson, but Jets did it to themselves. They didn't go get a fucking backup quarterback, and they let Mike White walk away in free agency. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's your own fucking fault. You thought Aaron Rodgers would come in and fucking be a messiah and make make this kid good? No, he wasn't good. He made one throw in shorts at a fucking pro day, and you guys drafted him number two overall. Close, but yes. What do you mean close? He had a good year at BYU. He was okay. Yeah. It's BYU, dude. Like he's yeah. not playing Bama. He's not playing I know, Georgia. I know, he's I know. fucking he's playing Boise State. Boise State in fucking Wyoming. Like yeah. so was Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen was six foot five. Yeah. Okay. And can run and he's fucking fast and jumps over people and has a way better arm than this kid. Like Zach Wilson does have a good arm. He just doesn't know what to do with it. He has a good arm, but he can't fucking put it in the right spot. Garrett Wilson shouldn't have five fucking receptions for fucking 40 yards if Zach Wilson was good. Yeah. But another fucking week of NFL football on our fucking slate. These Monday night games are going on right now, and I desperately need A.J. Brown to outperform Devontae Smith in my fantasy league because I don't want to lose again. Um but that's another M- episode of Eminem going deep. Uh, Cole's got Lambo on his lap now, so uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. We'll see you guys next Wednesday for week four recap, week five preview. As always, thank you. For-